Thorne wasn't there for applause. She was there to win. Sometimes a girl is touched by Mother War and put among the boys in the training square and taught to fight. Among the smaller children, there are always a few, but with each year that passes, they turn to more suitable things, then are turned to them, then shouted and bullied and beaten to them, until the shameful weeds are rooted out and only the glorious flower of manhood remains. If Vanster men crossed the border, if islanders landed on a raid, if thieves came in the night, the women of Getland found blades soon enough and fought to the death, and many of them damn well too. They always had. But the last time a woman passed the tests and swore the oaths and won a place on a raid, there were stories. There were songs. But even old Fen, who was the oldest person in Thorby, and, some said, the world, had never seen such a thing in all her countless days. Not until now. All that work, all that scorn, all that pain. But Thorn had beaten them. She closed her eyes, felt Mother Sea's salt wind kiss her sweaty face, and thought how proud her father would be. Or you've passed, she whispered. Not yet. Thorn had never seen Master Hunnan smile, but she had never seen his frown quite so grim. I decide the tests you'll take. I decide when you've passed. He looked over to the lads her age, the lads of sixteen, some already puffed with pride from passing their own tests. Rock, you'll fight Thorn next. Rourke's brows went up. Then he looked at Thorn and shrugged. Why not? he said, and stepped between his fellows into the square, strapping his shield tight and plucking up a practice sword. He was a cruel one, and skilful. Not near as strong as Brand, but a lot less likely to hesitate. Still, Thorn had beaten him before, and she'd... Rourke, said Hunnan his knobble-knuckled finger wandering on. And Sordaf, and Edwul. The glow of triumph drained from Thorn like the slops from a broken bath. There was a muttering among the lads as Sordaf, big, slow, and with scant imagination, but a hell of a choice for stomping on someone who was down, lumbered out onto the sand, doing up the buckles on his mail with fat fingers. Edwul, quick and narrow-shouldered with a tangle of brown curls, didn't move right off. Thorn had always thought he was one of the better ones. Master Hannan, three of us. If you want a place on the king's raid, said Hannan, you'll do as you're bid. They all wanted a place. They wanted one almost as much as Thorn did. Edwul frowned left and right, but no one spoke up. Reluctantly, he slipped between the others and picked out a wooden sword. This isn't fair. Thorn was used to always wearing a brave face, no matter how long the odds. But her voice then was a desperate bleat, like a lamb herded helpless to the slaughterman's knife. Hunnan dismissed it with a snort. This square is the battlefield, girl, and the battlefield isn't fair. Consider that your last lesson here. 
There were some stray chuckles at that, probably from some of those she'd shamed with beatings one time or another. Brand watched from behind a few loose strands of hair, one hand nursing his bloody mouth. Others kept their eyes to the ground. They all knew it wasn't fair. They didn't care. Thorn set her jaw, put her shield hand to the pouch around her neck, and squeezed it tight. It had been her against the world for longer than she could remember. If Thorn was one thing, she was a fighter. She'd give them a fight they wouldn't soon forget. Rourke jerked his head to the others, and they began to spread out, aiming to surround her. Might not be the worst thing. If she struck fast enough, she could pick one off from the herd, give herself some splinter of a chance against the other two. She looked in their eyes, trying to judge what they do. Edward.